I'm Rick Katchke, and this is The Catered Quiz. Today's contestant, from Los Angeles, California, an actor, a writer, comedian, and one of the hosts of the podcast, Football Friends Who Are Gambling, Joe McAdams. Now, here is The Catered Quiz. All right, we are here with another episode of the Catered Quiz, and I am thrilled to be joined by today's guest, the very funny Joe McAdam. Joe, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Rick, for having me. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Well, Joe, uh, you're part of my favorite comedy duo, but, and you're also part of my favorite uh, comedy podcast football friends who are gambling. So it's very appropriate to have you on the show the week of the Super Bowl, plus you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So uh, how are you feeling heading into the big game? I am, I'm, a, I'm as cool as a, a cold cucumber. I'm as, I, I feel fine. I, uh, I don't have any um, anxiety about it. Uh, I'm very aware of how much people hate the Chiefs now. Um, I'm hyper aware of it. I don't want to, I don't want to be like a bad Chiefs fan. But I'm like, they're going to annihilate the 49ers. <laughs> I feel very confident. Yeah, them being the underdogs initially this year, just like they were the underdogs last year against Philadelphia. It's like, have we not learned anything? I don't know. I, yeah, no, I, I I cleaned up last year uh, with with just betting with with friends and, and whatnot with yeah overconfident Philly fans. Yeah. In terms of the game itself, uh, anything you've initially seen in terms of the lines or props that you're you're really looking to hammer this year? Or are you gonna wait until it's a little bit closer to the game? Um, I mean, just the fact that it's uh, the Chiefs like plus two or two and a half or whatever it is, it moves a little bit. But it's like I would um, take out literally every cent I have in my bank account and put it on on that. That's all you got to do. Take and I stamp that advice for everyone listening. Um, do that. Take all your money out of your bank and, and gamble it. You're also uh, a freelance financial advisor, so uh, yes, absolutely. that is very kind of you to offer that advice on the show. Triple threat. <laughs> I can dance too. Quadruple threat. Plus, I'm waving a gun around. Five threats. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joe, here is how the catered quiz works. I know you've listened to the show, but. Uh, since this is a crossover, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of, most of, if not all, of the football friends who are gambling uh, fan base listening to this show. Um, so how it works is you have provided me two topics. We will talk about those in just a moment. And I have created a catered quiz around those topics. So each round, uh, there are five questions plus a bonus question. So there's actually six questions. I don't know why I don't just say there's six questions, but... <laughs> How it works is question one is worth 10 points, then there's a bonus 10-point question, then there's uh, question two is worth 20 points, question three, 30 points, question four is worth up to 40 points because there are two answers, each are worth 20 points, and then question five is worth 50 points. And the points are pennies, so you are playing for cash today, Joe. Incredible. Then, after the uh, first two rounds, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and there are two final questions. The first is called the doubler, so it's a risk-free opportunity to double your score. So if you have 100 points, you get the doubler right. 
then you're at 200 points. If you get it wrong, you're still at 100 points. And then, whatever topic you don't pick for the doubler, you will have to use for the final question, which is called the required risk, where you must risk at least one point. There is no wagering zero on the catered quiz. I appreciate that. That you, yeah, you have a stance on cowardice, and I, I like that. I'm very strict. Yeah. So not only are you playing today where the points are worth pennies, but your score is also competing to make it into the final episode of the season for the tournament of high scores, where the top three scores will compete against each other to be named the catered quiz champion for 2024. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling not confident, but I'm feeling good. So, Joe, the topics you provided today are the band Ween and the film So I Married an Axe Murderer. Which one would you like to do first? Oh, uh, let's go with, um, let's go So I Married an Axe Murderer first. All right. Uh, so before we get into the questions, tell me uh, how did this become a film that you are intimately familiar with? I remember very distinctly when I was a kid, my sister's boyfriend loved this movie and would quote it all the time. And he thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. And uh, and to me, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, a kid. This person's, I don't know, six years older. Wow. This is uh, I was like, oh, this is then this is like for adults. This is cool. This is like, you know, this is special. This isn't like Muppet Babies stuff. Um, and so I watched it like probably a billion times, had the VHS tape. Um, and, uh, then I just, I don't know, I, it, it, it hit me in that age where your brain is very plastic, you know? So I'm like, all right, it, it left an imprint. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I did rewatch it this week in preparation for this though. I hope that's not cheating. I, uh, <laughs> I took the coward's path and rewatched it. <laughs> Yeah, that is the other thing. When people provide <laughs> topics, I tell them, okay, you've provided your topics. Now you are not allowed to consume <laughs> the music of the band you provided or watch the movie again. Once you lock it in, you are done. And Put uh, me in the tube, yeah. <laughs> Seal me up. Yep, and I have uh, you know, the team here at the Catered Quiz. We fly out and we monitor your activities just to make sure that you are not consuming that media. A little intrusive, but yes, it, it, I can vouch it did happen. <laughs> All right, Joe, you ready to dive into the So I Married an Axe Murderer quiz? 100%. Let's do it. Okay. Question number one for 10 points. The film opens following a large cappuccino as what song is playing? Uh, there She Goes by the Boo Radleys. I don't even need the band name. We're just going to stick with There She Goes. So yes, you got that correct for 10 points. Yes. And now the bonus question. Speaking of that large cappuccino, when it is delivered to Mike Myers' character, Charlie, he is seated in front of a wall that has a map of the United States as wallpaper. And what state is directly behind him? You see the state name listed above his head. I think Illinois. You got it correct. It is Illinois. Yes. Oh, that feels good. All right. <laughs> it had to be Midwest. Center frame, you know, you get them. And then head height. That Yeah. You did a perfect. Great, Illinois. A great job <laughs> breaking my, it down. That's the process. <laughs> okay. Let me picture the map of the United States. <laughs> All right. People are just clicking off the show. <laughs> Describe a map again, you big loser. <laughs> so you got both question one 
and the bonus right. A great start, Joe. You're at 20 points. All right. As we move in to question number two for 20 points, you could potentially double your score right here. What is the name of the butcher shop where Harriet works? I Listen, I got this down. It is Meats of the World. <laughs> it is Meats of the World. So you have doubled your score, Joe, from 20 points to 40 points. A great start. It feels good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rick. Ooh, a little, little Elvis impersonation. <laughs> Do we have a sixth threat? Is Elvis uh, on the call here? Uh, can we speak with Elvis? Here's the thing about the Elvis voice is it's basically John Wayne tweaked up and I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, every voice actor has like the perfect craft uh, of how they do things. And I'm obsessed with it. All right. Question number three. Now, I did not mention this up top. Question number three is a this or that. So you have a 50-50 shot. So when Charlie is hanging from the roof of the poet's corner at the end of the film, which of his hands is stepped on? Is it his left hand or his right hand? His right hand. No, it was oh, his left hand. rats. <laughs> well, that's close, though. It was a hand. <laughs> it was close. If I had said the other thing, it would have been right. <laughs> so you did not get question three there. Okay. It's okay. Now, this I did mention up top. Question four has two answers here. Each one is worth 20 points. So you could get up to 40 points. You could end up with 20 points, or you could end up with zero points. Question number four. What two cartoons do we see images of in Charlie's performance at the beginning of the movie? One of them is Betty from the Flintstones. Yeah, so I'm looking for the cartoon name. So, yes, it is the Flintstones. Okay. And um, now I'm in my head. I'm like, I know what is said, but is it seen? But it's the Jetsons. No, he says uh, Judy from the Jetsons. But then the next line is about Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. And there's an image of Josie and the Pussycats. Yep. Yeah, no, the, the line in the poem, um, which is very funny that that's his job, uh, is Jane get me off of this crazy thing called love and you hear it and you think of course they show Jane they do not yeah and my <laughs> I call her Judy though. well yeah but it's well that's because you're more familiar with her on a personal level <laughs> and I don't it's like how people call like Martin Scorsese Marty and stuff I'm like I couldn't I don't I don't know him I, I couldn't do it I knew it was a J name. I did know the I did know the correct answer though for the question I wrote so that's where <laughs> yeah. that's where my mind was at. <laughs> So you did get 20 points there. So uh, let's see. You are currently at 60 points as we head into question number five, which is worth 50 points. Alan Arkin's captain character shares that the old lady who confessed to Ralph Elliott's murder had also confessed to killing Julius Caesar, Abraham Lincoln, and what other U.S. president? Can I tell you, I knew this question was coming. I, when that when that line happened in the movie, I'm like, a hundred percent. Rick will ask who who was named in this, and it is Warren G. Harding. But had you asked me that three days ago, I would not know. Well, I'm impressed that uh, you have done your scouting for the catered quiz and know. So I feel how like my... I cheated. I feel like I, I that's I'm I'm juicing. 
Well, I'm very disappointed that my team was not able to shut down the screening in which you realize that this would be a question. But yes, that is correct. It I got a guy. Yeah. Warren G. Harding to put you currently at 110 points after round one. A strong round, Joe. How you feeling? I'm 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 feeling good. You know, um, I wish I could have that one back because, you know, in retrospect, I can see the pussycats. I, I can see it. But now, you know, here I am living with it. You still want to continue, though, with the game, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so let's move on to the next topic, which is ween. Uh, Joe, tell me, how did you get into being a fan of ween? It's got to be because I bought the Chocolate and Cheese album at a used CD store because it has um, under the breast cleavage on the front cover of the album. And I was 13. Um, and that's what you do. And it's uh, and, I, and I will fully admit I bought it and I put it in. I'm like, I don't get it because <laughs> uh, it's not for, you know, like it's. That album cover is like marketing for a teenager. And then if you're actually a teenager, you're like, I think this is like over my head, but also under my head at the same time. (laughs) It's like, I don't know anything about drugs yet. So I don't know what this is, (laughs) but that was it. And then years later, I think I ended up getting their live album and I was like, oh, now I get it. It's there to me. They're like a live band and I go see them like anytime they're anywhere close. Um, And yeah. So that it took a minute for me to get into it, but that's that's how it happened. Yeah, um, you know, I'd heard of Ween, and I knew the the logo for the band, but I really was not familiar with their music uh, prior to putting together your quiz. Um, and it was very interesting how, in a lot of ways, they remind me uh, of the band Sparks, one of my favorite bands, where you could listen to five Sparks songs. And they all sound like different bands. And the same yeah. is true for Ween, where I, I would say even more so for Ween, where it it goes all over the map. <laughs> oh man. And they they it's a it's a very similar um thing of like a, it's basically a two-person band, you know, and 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 it and it functions with a, a little bit of like twin speak. You know what I mean? It's like they invent their own reality and their own style and their own thing. And uh yeah, no, I've I later then in life went on that path uh with sparks i'm still i'm still like learning and, and listening to a lot of sparks now and that that hit me like in my 30s you know but they're they are amazing i like that you said that as if you're on an apology tour i'm still learning <laughs> i'm listening i'm, I'm learning. still listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is like in the notes app i have to say i'm getting into sparks to, to the public they, I'm sorry. I said I was into them, and I, did, I didn't really know enough of their albums to, to say that confidently. And now I apologize. I'm really trying to uh, to help clean your reputation by having you on the catered quiz post being canceled. So I appreciate you. Really that. owe me a big favor here. I, I do. Uh, this is this is huge for me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's dive in to the catered quiz for Ween. Question number one. What is the most streamed song of Ween's on Spotify? You know, I'm a title guy. I don't, I don't use Spotify. I'm a title guy. So I, I'm I don't, sure I, it's probably <laughs> the same on title. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's likely the same. I'm going to go with Roses Are Free. No, it was Ocean Man 
Oh man. Okay. The, I think there's the thing about the, the, the streaming stuff is like, if had Spotify been around a little bit longer, you know, when, when, um, uh, the song roses are free got popular amongst a wider audience because, um, well, I don't even want to give out ween trivia now. Uh, who knows what's coming down the, down the road. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I do not have any questions about that song that you're okay. About, so. Yeah. So the band fish covered it and then they, a bunch of hippies started getting into ween after that and they kind of bumped their numbers. Yeah. But not enough in the Spotify not realm. It was, it was a clear <laughs> like hundred million stream difference. Damn. That I was willing to ask this question as opposed to like, well, there's 20 more streams for this. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's a that's a uh, I, I get it, though. The uh, that song was um, in a Honda commercial. I think that really stuck in people's brains for. A minute. OK, because when I was hearing it, I was like, I know this song and it feels like it's been in a commercial for a cruise or something. It felt like that. So it makes sense that it was a Honda commercial. It was a guy moving his surfboard or something. All right. Uh, so you did not get question one, but here is your chance to get the bonus. Ocean Man is from the album The Mollusk, which was released in what year? Uh, 96. I have it as 97, Joe. Oh, it's it was close, though. You got to admit, <laughs> it is close. I I'll tell you, the ones I'm getting wrong, I'm getting pretty close to them. <laughs> <laughs> I was only a hundred million streams shy on the first one. <laughs> In the grand scheme of the universe, that's nothing. That's that is nothing. You know, I'd like to point out I did name a Ween song. So <laughs> does that count for anything on this show? Uh I did know it's a band. Is that is that not good enough? <laughs> So you missed question one and the bonus, but there's still plenty of points that you can still earn this round, Joe. Thank you. Okay, question number two for 20 points. Ween is from which town in Pennsylvania with a name reminiscent of Star Wars? New Hope. That's, uh, got that one down. Um, I, I actually went there because I have a, it's right next to Jersey. It's right across the river from uh, New Jersey. Um, and I, uh, I've got a bunch of family that lives there. So I was like, can we go to see like the bar where they play? You know, they're like, yeah, let's, so we went over to like whatever local bar they came up in just to go have a, have a drink and lunch or something. It's cool. Any other highlights from your, your journey to new hope? No, I think I was there for like two hours. <laughs> I was like, I just, it's, it's like a 20 minute drive and that's about it. <laughs> I was like, I just want to <laughs> see it. All right. Bye. <laughs> Not a ton to do there. It's just a regular town. <laughs> But not just a regular town, because it was worth 20 points to get you back on track, Joe. Yes. All right. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm back. The momentum's coming back. So you are now at 130 points as we go to question number three, 50-50 shot once again. In the song Freedom of 76, what is referenced first? The 80s film Mannequin? Or the R and B group Boys to Men. I um, I, this I now I have to do it in my I have to like sing it in my absolutely. head. Absolutely, I could sing it out loud too, but yeah, I think you're going to get demonetized for copyright. I don't know if that how accurate my. I'm just going to go with um, mannequin. Yes, it was mannequin. Yeah. Good for thirty points right there. Whew. All right, I didn't lose too much 
ween cred, which is worth a lot. <laughs> a bunch of uh, 50-year-old drug addicts will respect me now. <laughs> Move over cryptocurrency. Ween cred is where financial advisor Joe McAdam is insisting that after you get all your winnings from the Super Bowl, just invest it in ween cred. Yeah, it's uh, it goes a long way. Uh, you, yeah, there's a they have a good uh, parking lot scene at their shows. I think I'm going to be the talk of the town. I feel good about it. <laughs> hey, it's the guy from the Cater Quiz. <laughs> oh shit, it's the guy! Oh, there he is. He got question three right. <laughs> I can't go anywhere in New Hope, Rick. I, I it's I am mobbed. It's obscene. That's why you have to cap any visit at two hours. <laughs> in and out get a sandwich get out of there so you are at 160 points as we move to question number four two answers here each one worth 20 points what two comedies from the year 2000 featured the ween song voodoo lady both on their soundtracks as well as in the film itself so two comedies from the year 2000 here. Wow. I think one of them is Road Trip. You are correct with Road Trip. That Okay. Um, and then now I'm just going to guess a 2000s comedy because I, do, I don't know what else was in. Let's just say Out Cold. I don't even know if that is. <laughs> I have no idea what the second one is. It was Dude, Where's My Car? God damn it. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I've never seen, I've never seen uh, either of those movies, actually. Oh, but really? I, I remembered one of them, yeah. You know, they came out when I was in high school, and uh, neither one of them really had any cultural impact on me, except Road Trip had uh, Tom Green, who I loved at the time, and it is kind of like a movie I really did like called Overnight Delivery with Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. So you got Road Trip, and that has bumped your score up to 180 points as we move in to the final question of this round. All right. Question number five for 50 points. Still talking about the year 2000. Ween's 2000 album, White Pepper, has a song that shares a name with what Burt Reynolds film? It's got to be Stroker Ace. It is Stroker Ace. Excellent job, Joe. One of the few songs in, in popular music history that name checks Dick Trickle, um, uh, the NASCAR driver. That's the only reason I know him is because of that song. And also I had a high school teacher that thought that was the funniest name humanly possible. So he mentioned it a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah dick trickle i mean it is a funny name it is a funny <laughs> name what are you gonna do <laughs> i feel like joe in this day and age i don't know how many high school <laughs> teachers are gonna get away talking about dick trickle all the time listen i'm gonna get canceled for this but dick trickle is a funny name <laughs> you know what these oversensitive pc police won't let me talk about nascar great dick trickle <laughs> Uh, on my notes apology app now. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm learning names of other NASCAR drivers. I've learned two more NASCAR driver names since I giggled about Dick Trickle. So yes, you got Stroker Ace 
correct. So that puts you at 230 points after the first two rounds. We got two questions to go, Joe, but first we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back for the final two here on the Catered Quiz. Hey, it's Rick Katschke here with the Catered Quiz. Just wanted to take a moment as we set up for the doubler and the required risk. Just wanted to say, be sure to check out Football Friends Who Are Gambling, my favorite podcast these days, other than the Catered Quiz and hosting guests. And definitely check out Butt on YouTube. My favorite sketch of theirs is Mr. Comfortable, but they've got so many great sketches and cartoons. Check those out. That's all for now. Let's go back for the final two questions with Joe McAdam. All right, we are back. My team has set the stage here for the final two questions. Uh, Joe, you have a very important decision to make first. The first question we're going to do is called the doubler. It's a chance to double your score from 230 to 460. What topic would you like to do for the doubler? You know what? Um, I feel like I, I, I made some cowardly choices earlier in the in the quiz, and uh, I'm doing less good with the ween side of things. So let's let's use the ween one to, as the doubler. Is it is, is this the the risk? This is risk all, free. All double. This is okay. totally risk free. So if you get it wrong, you're still at two thirty. If you get it right, you're at four sixty. Okay, then let's do the reverse then. Okay, I'll do the sorry, I married an axe mark because I'm I'm gonna. In, go out of my way to risk things for the ween one. Okay. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm going real hard and I, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I may, I may regret my, my uh, strategy here, but we'll see how it goes. You might get canceled for a third time. We'll see what happens, Joe. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. So not going with ween. We're going with, so I married an ax murderer for the doubler to move from two thirty to four sixty. When they take a tour of Alcatraz, what famous inmate does Phil Hartman's character tell a story about that other tour guides wouldn't share? That's uh, Machine Gun Kelly. It is Machine Gun Kelly. That's the if if we're if we're getting into the you know my personal history with the movie that monologue that Phil Hartman gives in the prison scene is like that might be the first like comedy thing I memorized. Uh, which is like wildly inappropriate for a young, a, a little kid to do, but it's about Machine Gun Kelly uh, mutilating an inmate. <laughs> so you memorized that when you were like what eight or nine? Yeah, whatever the year that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean Hartman sells it so well. It's like unbelievable. It's one of my favorite dramatic monologues that is a a comic monologue. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean I. Who doesn't love Phil Hartman? I love Phil Hartman. I couldn't let a Phil Hartman performance go without asking a question about it. And uh, he was the greatest. That's the listen. I, I will say if, if anyone out there has never seen this movie and they're like, I don't really care for Mike Myers. OK, I get it. But here's what the draw of this movie is, is that every like third scene has a perfect cameo from like a total ringer uh, comedy actor and it rules every like Alan Arkin or like Mike Haggerty or, you know, Hartman or Stephen Wright, Charles Grodin. There's it rules. Yeah. Debbie Mazur. It's so good. Uh, I don't know if you're not mentioning him because of cancel culture, but My Michael, Michael Richards, Richards is awesome in it. He's... <laughs> Michael Richards like annihilates his scene. He's perfect. in it. He's so good. <laughs> I saw you dancing around that name. I was not about to let that go. I got my notes app is hot. It's on fire right now. I can't 
I can't keep having to apologize to your audience. So you doubled your score right there, Joe. You moved from 230 points to 460. Feels good. So you're here at the required risk. You can't wager zero. You have 460 points. Joe, how many points would you like to wager right here? 459. Let's do it. 459. So if you get this right, 919 points. Woo! Ooh. Okay, okay. If you get it wrong, one penny. <laughs> one single penny. Either way, you're either ending up with one penny or $9.19. I, either way, I'm a, I'm a happy guy. It's more than I uh, came in with. I'll take it. And that money is going straight into investing in the Chiefs for the Super Bowl to eventually convert it to wean cred. I, yeah, that, and I'm splitting it with that in a charity for, uh, yeah, something about Dick Trickle. I, I don't remember what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ween's first album, God, Ween, Satan, The Oneness, was released on what label? Was that on, uh, is it Shimmy Disc? No, that was the second release was on Shimmy Disc. The, this was Damn it. this was the first one that was on Twin Tone. Oh, Twin Joe. Tone. Oh, son of a bee. Oh. I was so that was stacked close. Oh. Oh, Joe. It was that close. Twin Tone though. That's, you know, a, a good record label too, I guess. I don't really know much about them. I'm heartbroken for you, Joe. I was, I, I mean, goofed. I'm rooting for everybody that competes on the show, but, uh, you know, especially coming off of so much cancellation, I was really hoping that you'd pull it out there, but you're walking away with one penny, Joe. Feels good. And thanks for sticking your neck out for me. I appreciate that. I know it was, uh, you know, you didn't have to have me on with bringing this much controversy in. So I appreciate that. Uh, Joe, what would you like to tell folks before we sign off here on this episode of the Catered Quiz? What's going on? You got a big uh, final episode before the Super Bowl of football friends who are gambling? Um, yeah, if you, uh, I, I, I think we'll probably do something for for football friends who are gambling. Um, I don't know, I don't know what yet. Uh, it, last year we did like a live stream show, and now we're like, oh, we have jobs and we can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, so last year we 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 did more, and I think this year we'll be probably just uh, we'll find we'll find some prop bets to gamble on. So if you if you don't even like football and you just want to hear like you know what we're gonna bet on for what kind of Gatorade gets dumped on somebody. Uh, yeah, the, the next one coming up will be about that. I think. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about your show is I'm a big fan of the Doughboys, and I feel like there's a lot of shared sensibilities, uh, between the Doughboys and football friends who are gambling where, you know, it's, it's great that you're, you're talking about the games and gambling, but it's, it's more the interplay and relationship that you have with Colin Crawford, your co-host that makes the show shine. So I, I love listening to the show and I'm excited to hear what you have to say about the big game and I'm I'm hoping that you're able to leave Sunday with a hefty amount of money that you can convert to wean cred. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that penny. I can I can turn that into something special. We'll see we'll see how far it can go. Maybe that's the episode is how far can I take a penny gambling. We'll see. Well, best of luck to the second biggest celebrity Chiefs fan, Joe McAdam right behind Taylor. 
but ahead of Eric Stone Street. <laughs> ahead of Paul Rudd. Go to hell, Paul Rudd. From You mean Paul Rudd from Overnight Delivery, right? Yes. Uh... Well, Joe, uh, a thrill to have you on. Thank you so much for being on the Catered Quiz. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. This is a blast. So after today's game, our standings are Elise Bartel remains in first place with 510 points. Joe Pickett is in second with 501. Joe McAdams' performance today does put him in third place for now with one point. That means Deanna Ortiz with her zero points has been bumped and will not be in the tournament of high scores. I'm sorry, Deanna. If you enjoy the show, tell a friend about it, please. Let's get this thing going. We'll see you on the next episode.